Hello, and welcome to Celebrities on the Move, where we try and figure out what kind of global mobility and immigration regulations allow celebrities to travel all around the world. My name is Shai Dayan. I am an immigration attorney with Vialto Partners in Los Angeles, California. And joining me, she's also an immigration attorney with Vialto Partners, and she's in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, counting down the days until the next World Cup. It's my co-host, Rekka Simpson. <laughs> Hello, Shai. How are you? Hello, Rekka. Good to see you again. Good to How see are you, today? you too. No one can see us. <laughs> Only we well, can see we us. Well, we see each other. We <laughs> see each other until our television uh, show comes out and everybody will be able to see us. Yeah, true. Right? True. Yeah. So, Rekka, it's holiday season, isn't it? It's holiday season and... You know, we had, we obviously had Halloween and then the kids are sort of asking, when is Christmas? And I'm Uh saying, no, we've got to get through Diwali. I mean, I say we've got to get through Diwali, but Diwali is a really important holiday, you know, in my calendar. So we've just celebrated Diwali, which is wonderful. And so we got the opportunity to feast and light candles. That was beautiful. And now we're kind of, you know, on the straight to to the kind of Christmas holiday season. Well, here in the United States, we're looking forward to our feast next week. By the time the listeners of this podcast are listening, probably just in a day or two, we've got Thanksgiving, which is a wonderful time of getting together with friends and family and uh, eating a lot of turkey. And um, I love Thanksgiving, not just because of the food, but because we get four days off from work. (laughs) I was going to ask, how many days do you get off? Lovely. We get the, the Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday as usual. So I love the holidays and I'm sure I'm sure our listeners love the holidays too. So happy holidays to everybody out there. Happy holidays. We have a big episode today. Rekka, we're going to have our first guest on the episode today. I know. I'm very excited. And we've got a great, yes. great guest on. She's a combination of power attorney and a sports fan. So yeah, she's, she's a great addition to our podcast. Yeah. So before we get into one of our biggest episodes yet, let's uh, give everybody a reminder, Rekka, of what this podcast is all about. Would you be so kind to do the honors? Absolutely. So Celebrities on the Move is all about making global mobility and immigration fun and relatable. Every episode will focus on a well-known celebrity or public figure within industries, including but not limited to entertainment, sports, music, fashion, politics, royalty and business. And the featured celebrity or public figure will be somebody that's living or working or traveling to a country that they're not a national of. So we will explore what type of immigration and visa programs would allow the celebrity or public figure to carry out their affairs in a particular country where they are traveling and conducting their business in. Thanks, Rekka. I I always love the reminder because sometimes I stray and I have to be reminded (laughs) of what it is exactly that we're doing here. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Because we love talking about entertainment and celebrities, don't we? We do. We definitely do. And um, And their lives. (laughs) Their lives, their happenings, their comings, their goings. Remember, everybody, very important. We don't represent the celebrities we will be discussing. We are only speculating about their global mobility status pursuant to publicly available information about them. So we don't have any uh, real insight into what's really going on, besides the fact that we are immigration attorneys. That's it. (laughs) So how can you listen to us? Basically, we're available on all the major podcast streaming platforms, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. So please, you know, download, subscribe, rate the podcast. We love those ratings. You could always follow us on Instagram, 
it would make Rekka very happy to continue to follow us on Instagram. I have actually been looking at the page a lot more. I've been looking at Instagram a lot more over the last couple of weeks. So yeah, I'm, we, we're going to have to get uh, <laughs> we're going to have to get more of our pictures on the on the um, Instagram handle. Going to have to talk to the people at Vialto about that. <laughs> but we are at Vialto Partners on Instagram. And Rekka, did you hear there's big news when it comes to the audience being able to contact us? Did you hear about this? I know. I did. I did. I am excited yeah. because it means that I'm looking now at a mailbox and waiting for all of those emails to flood in. By popular demand, we now have an email address where the listeners can directly contact us and ask us all kinds of questions. We are available for email at celebritiesonthemove at vialto.com. Again, celebritiesonthemove at vialto.com. And please feel free to email us at any time with your thoughts, your complaints, your pleasantries, <laughs> your suggestions, whatever you want to say, we are here to listen, aren't we? I like the suggestions. We've had a, we've had a couple of really interesting ones, so they may pop up in future episodes. We're all about engaging with the listeners, so please contact us. We would love to hear from you. So, Rekka, we've had two big episodes. Our first episode was about Prince Harry yes, traveling to the United States. Our second episode was about Tom Cruise traveling to Dubai so he can film Mission Impossible. And we've done a royal. We've done an actor. So I thought, and you thought, let's get into the athletes because the athletes are celebrities too, aren't they? They are, and they, they move around as much right you know on on sort of their own tours and the moving countries to you know play with other other national teams or other football teams so um yeah should we announce who it is let's do that Rekka. so today our focus will be on arguably the greatest football player soccer player in the history of the sport his name is Lionel Messi and just a caveat here, I'm going to be saying soccer, Rex is going to be saying football. <laughs> it's all the same. We just have different uh, words for the same sport. So, Rekka, why don't you tell us everything we need to know about Mr. Lionel Messi? I'd love to. He's, um, you know, as I was reading up about him, he's a very interesting character and started in, in sports player and he started off very young. So, Messi was born in 1987 in Santa Fe, Argentina. He was diagnosed with a growth hormone deficiency as a child, which affected his physical development. And FC Barcelona offered to pay for his medical treatment. He moved to Spain with his family when he was just 13 to pursue his football career. And he made his senior team debut at just 17 years of age, which is amazing. He holds dual citizenship, so we're very interested in that. He's um, Argentinian and Spanish, and he became a Spanish citizen in 2005, allowing him to play as a domestic player in Spain. He became Barcelona's all-time top goal scorer, and he continued to set numerous scoring records during his time with the club. And he also won 10 Spanish League titles and the prestigious Champions League club competition as a member of Barcelona four times. Super impressive. He's actively involved in philanthropy. So in 2007, he established the Leo Messi Foundation, which supports access to education and healthcare for vulnerable children. And the foundation has funded various projects in Argentina and other parts of the world. He's won the prestigious FIFA Ballon d'Or Award eight times. So he cemented his status as one of the greatest footballers in the history of the sport. After spending his entire professional club career at Barcelona, he left in 2021 due to financial difficulties faced by the club. And then he signed with Paris Saint-Germain in France. 
He is widely regarded as the greatest player of all time. He led his national team of Argentina to victory at the FIFA 2022 World Cup. And in one of the most brilliant football finals I've ever watched, Argentina won in penalty shootouts after extra time against France. In July 2023, and this is what we're going to mainly be talking about, Inter Miami announced the signing of Messi on a two and a half year contract. And he's now living stateside playing in Major League Soccer. It's probably the only time that I'm going to say soccer in this episode. Wow. <laughs> is that allowed? Are English people allowed to say soccer? Are you going to be, are you going to get hate mail for oh, that? I might do. It's all right. I won't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you for the, the brilliant biography of Lionel Messi. Yes, he's stateside. He's in my home country. Yes. And um, Rekha, you want to hear something interesting about uh, me and uh, and Lionel Messi being stateside? I do. I want to hear a fun fact because I gave you one last time. So <laughs> in, I have a fun fact about seeing Messi play in person in 2006 when he was only 19 years old. Wow. It was 2006 and Barcelona was uh, coming to the United States to do their preseason uh, club tour. And Messi's team at the time, Barcelona, they came to play against the New York Red Bulls at Giant Stadium in New Jersey. And my brother and I, as big uh, soccer fans, we went to see Barcelona play. And there he was, 19-year-old Lionel Messi, and long hair, skinny, and um, he scored a goal. (laughs) And it was really amazing to see this 19-year-old kid who obviously was going to be a superstar getting his start. So all these, you know, U.S. fans are seeing, who are seeing him play for the first time in 2023, well, guess what? I saw him in 2006. Just right at the start of his career, really. It's incredible. Right at the start. Yeah. And had this been one of the first games that you'd watched or have you, um, you know, you've been an avid, avid football, sorry, soccer fan, football fan? Yeah, I've been a soccer fan pretty much my whole life. So I was following European soccer from a young age. And um, I don't, maybe it was, was it the first game that I saw in person? I don't quite, I'm not quite sure. But regardless, I got to see Lionel Messi play at, as a 19-year-old, which was pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and, and Rekha, as an English woman, I'm sure that you are just <laughs> a, a passionate, you know, footballing fan. I believe that there's two things that are required of an English woman. Number one, you have to um, be a football fan. And number two, you have to love to sing in public. Those are the two requirements, right? Okay, so I love to sing in public, but I'm going to disappoint you. (laughs) No. And I'm actually not the biggest football fan in the world. Oh. I know. So I used to dabble in supporting Arsenal as a child and a young adult. And um, I've been made to support Newcastle United in my 30s. But I have definitely loved the atmosphere in a football stadium over the years. So I have been to multiple games But I'd say it's the World Cup football matches that really have me hooked. And last year, Argentina and Messi were just, they were simply incredible to watch, weren't they? I was definitely on the edge of my seat. Um, Rejoice like no other um, in my household when they won. (laughs) That was exciting, wasn't it? it? That World Cup final last year? Yeah, that was fantastic. I think it was probably the last football match that I've watched, actually. (laughs) Oh my goodness, you, the people in England are going to be very disappointed in you after they hear this podcast. I need to up my game. Well, anyway, um, let's talk about uh, Lionel Messi and the fact that now he's playing in the United States and Lionel Messi is not a national of the United States. So in order to play in the United States, this man needs some sort of visa or immigration status. 
can't just come to the United States and play and work in the United States without securing the proper visa. So we're going to have a little discussion now about uh, what uh, the visa status for Lionel Messi in the United States might be. So just remember again, everybody, we don't represent Lionel Messi, and we're only speaking about his visa status pursuant to publicly available information about him. So, Rekha, now is the time to introduce our very special guest. We couldn't get Lionel Messi for the podcast. He he had conflicts. He was just a bit too busy. But we have the next best thing, everybody. <laughs> we have a, a U.S. immigration attorney. She's based out of the Vialto Partners office in Toronto, and she's a huge sports fan. And she's making her podcasting debut. Everybody, I would like to introduce you to Raha Tarabi. Hello, Raha. Hi, Raha. Welcome. Hello, you guys. Number one fan over here, avid listener from day one. I'm so glad to be making my podcast debut with you. We are so excited to have you. The moment that we were going to do a episode about a sports star, we knew that we had to have you on the podcast. So thanks for making the time to talk to us. Well, thank you for thinking of me. I'm, I'm a huge fan, as you say, of all sports. So excited to talk, talk about all things Lionel Messi. Besides being a avid sports fan, you're also a superstar immigration attorney, a superstar U.S. immigration attorney. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your relationship to sports, Lionel Messi, the whole, the whole shebang. Give the listeners a little bit something about you. Sure. So as you mentioned, I am a U.S. attorney with Fialto up here in Toronto, Canada, the true north, if you will. I'm an immigrant twice over. So my immigration journey started well before I became an attorney, immigrated to Canada, immigrated to U.S. years later. So really my, my passion for immigration started at a very young age. And then my love for sports also was embedded in me from a very young age. My dad was a and is a huge sports fan, uh, all kinds of sports, football as in soccer, but we call it football in my house as well. So I'm with Rekha on that one. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> Two I'm not... against one. <laughs> Even more reason to like you, Raha. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, you're you're still okay in my book, Raha. It's okay. Appreciate it. But you're you're a, you're a, you're a football soccer fan, right? I am. I am a football fan. You know, I am. Uh, Toronto has their own team as well. I am a huge Toronto sports fan overall as well. And if you know anything about Toronto sports fans, you really understand what that entails. We are passionate about all things sports, all things of all of our. Uh, players. And so I, I live and breathe every single sport that we have here in Toronto. But also, you know, as far as Messi goes, I am a AC Milan fan, I will say, uh, through marriage. Uh, my husband is Italian. He is an AC Milan fan. And that was, you know, the day we got married, I, I, I got a jersey and became an AC Milan fan myself. So and, and everybody can't see her, but she's wearing her jersey right now in the spirit, uh, in spirit <laughs> yes. of the podcast. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Like I said, Toronto fan, you got to live and breathe what you talk about, right? Yeah. Well, we're, we're so excited that you're here to be with us. And um, besides your, your sports uh, expertise, we, we really want to talk to you about um, the visa situation with Lionel Messi because he's in the United States. He's playing in Major League Soccer. So as a reminder, everybody, earlier this year, Lionel Messi, he made the move to Miami in order to play for a major league soccer team, Inter-Miami. And because he's not a U.S. national, in order to play professionally in the U.S., he would have needed some type of U.S. visa. And Raha is going to help us talk about what the visa options for Lionel Messi would be. 
Yeah, and this is so interesting because he is a dual national. Obviously, you know, he was born in Argentina um, as a national of Argentina, but having played football with Barcelona from the age of 13 to only a few years ago, he obviously, as uh, we mentioned, holds Spanish citizenship. So first question, Rahar, as a dual citizen, does it matter what passport Messi used in order to apply for a proper visa to play in the US? So that's a great question. I mean, at me, myself, I am an example of this. Many people are nationals of two or more countries. So when we're talking about Messi wanting to travel to the U.S., if he's wanting to travel as a tourist or maybe short business visits, you know, his Spanish passport would be the most beneficial one as Spain is a visa waiver country, which means they don't really have to go through the long list process of attending a consulate uh, and all that that entails. So it would be the quicker path to the U.S., uh, and Argentina does not have that visa waiver exception. Uh, but when we're looking at working in the U.S., which he's going to be doing as a professional soccer player for Inter-Miami, then it wouldn't really matter which passport both Argentina and Spanish citizenship require him to have the proper U.S. visa. So it does go through the same process. Okay, so thank you for, for that background, Raha, about the dual nationality issues. So, so let's talk about what the visa options for Messi would have been. So, Raha, would you like to tell us about the U.S. visas that are particularly applicable to professional athletes such as Messi? Sure. So, I mean, when we're talking about an athlete who's at the caliber of someone like Messi, we're essentially looking at two different visas. We're looking at the P1 or the O1 visa. And this is, you know, we've talked about this before, haven't we, Shai? It's like the alphabet soup of visa categories that you have in the US. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> so when we spoke about Prince Harry a few months ago, we talked about the A1 visa. So that's, that's very much stuck in my mind. But Raha, will you tell us about the P1 and the O1 visa categories? Of course. So let's start with the P1. Uh, particularly, it's the P1A visa that we would discuss. And the P1 visa is generally the obvious choice when we're talking about an athlete, right? Uh, this visa is reserved for professional athletes, which is where the P comes from, who perform at an internationally recognized level of performance. So messy. Yeah, and, and Raha, I know that you know when it when it comes to visa petitions or applications, you have to say a lot more in your application than "Hey, I'm an athlete. Give me a P1 visa." So, what are the the qualifications that one has to meet in order to be granted this this P1A visa? Sure. So, there's two ways actually that you can qualify for the P1A visa. It's either through the sports team or individually. If we're looking at the individual, again, I feel like he's, he's our immigration unicorn, as I like to say. He, you know, he's participated in major national or international sports competitions, World Cup, all the different FIFA tournaments. So we have that. He has national or and international acclaim. So you think of a name. He's a household name. That's a check right there. Ranked high in his position when we when Shai said he is arguably the best player. I mean, that's that's a pretty high position, I would say. And then having a national or international award for their achievements. So I think the long list of awards that Messi has earned, that that checks it. So like I said, he's the unicorn. He checks all of those. Easy easy for that P1. Yeah, and I like that description. He's a, he's a sporting unicorn. And, you know, from what you've described, it looks like the P1 visa would be very easy for him to meet. Raho, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I don't say this very often. I don't think in the immigration world we say this very often, but he's basically as, sh as close to a sure thing as possible. 
yeah, we're always a bit worried, aren't we, about guaranteeing uh, the outcome of a, a visa, but he, he certainly ticks those boxes. I would love to have a client like Leon Messi because <laughs> this would be so well, easy too. to get him this visa. Um, so, so we know that Messi would likely have absolutely no problems with a P1 visa. But we also have uh, the O1 visa option for athletes like Messi, right? So Raha, how about you tell us a little bit more about this O1 visa uh, option for Mr. Messi? Sure. So the O1 visa is for those with extraordinary ability. There are two types. There's the O1A and the O1B. For our purposes today, we're going to talk about the O1A, which is individuals with an extraordinary ability in science, education, business, or for Messi, athletics. And what's the criteria then to apply for an O1A visa for athletes? So there is a list of eight that you must meet, but Generally, for the sporting documentation for the ONA, we have to include the first go-to is including evidence that they've received a major internationally recognized award. My mind always goes when I'm sharing an example, like a Nobel Prize. Uh, and then if there's no internationally recognized award, then we think about what of a list of eight criteria does the athlete meet? And they have to meet at least three out of the eight. So this also seems, Raha, like it would be really easy for somebody like Messi to get this type of visa. I mean, he's won uh, the Ballon d'Or, which is the highest individual award for a soccer player, and he's won it eight times. Wouldn't that be enough for him to qualify? Couldn't you just say, listen, he's won the Ballon d'Or eight times. Couldn't you just stop there in your visa petition for Messi? I mean, probably, but as with almost every application that we work on, we like to be safe, right? We like to submit as much evidence as possible and just really drive that point home to the reviewing officer. So I would include everything he's got. And then, you know, in addition to citing the Ballon d'Or, what are the other criteria out of that list of eight that you would point to for Messi, just, you know, for argument's sake? Yeah, so I mean, I he meets at least four of them. So I, I can talk about the four that he just checks off, you know, slam dunk in my opinion. He has to be a member of a professional organization where there's outstanding achievement. So he's a member of FIFA. You know, he's exceptional in his role as a professional football player uh, in FIFA. So that would really check that box. When we talk about whether he's been employed in a critical or essential capacity for the organization, we can look to, you know, the Argentina national team. So, of course, that big World Cup game that we talked about, very critical and essential to the team in that capacity. We could check that box off. Published material about Messi in professional or major trade publications. So, I mean, just off the top of my head, you know, we talk about Forbes, Time Magazine, The New Yorker, and my kids actually have the Little People Big Dreams book of Lionel Messi. So, I, I think he checks that box as well pretty clearly. Oh, they're great books, yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. I've read a few articles in my time about <laughs> Lionel Messi, so I don't think it would be hard to find uh, uh, publications about him. Just a few, right? Just a few. Just a few, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last one is commanding a high salary. So allegedly Google oh, tells think? me that he makes over uh, $50 million just with Inter-Miami, and I know his net worth is well above that. So I, I would give that a, a big check. So. Basically, he really has no problem meeting these criteria. Like the P1, he's our unicorn. I think he'd easily qualify for the L1 visa. And one more important aspect that we want to make clear is that in both the case of the P1 visa and the L1 visa, it would be Inter-Miami sponsoring Lionel Messi for these visa classifications. They would be the sponsoring employer filing on his behalf. It's not an individual application. Messi would need Inter-Miami's sponsorship. Okay, Raha. So Inter-Miami and Messi's people come to you. 
obviously, because you're, you know, a, a sports fanatic in Toronto. They come to you and they ask you, they want, they, they say, we want to get him the right visa to play for Inter-Miami. And as his attorney, if you were hypothetically his attorney, how would you decide between the P1 and the O1, considering he would easily qualify for both visa categories? Well, first off, Shai, let's manifest that. Let's make that happen. Um. Let's do it. <laughs> Leo and, and, and your people come to us. We can help We've you. We've got an email address now. We've made it easy. Yes, we do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I could just see Lionel Messi on his email at night being like, I need to find an immigration attorney. I'm, you know? I'm with him. Uh, I mean, anyway. I'm sure he's going to listen to this podcast, so of course. <laughs> of course he will. Someone will translate it for him. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of what, depend, of what uh, Leo's overall goals and plans for the U.S. are taken into consideration when we talk about what visa he would want. So we really look at the P-1 visa, you know, having a 10-year max duration in the U.S. You know, that's the, the maximum time anyone can spend on the P-1 uh, the O-1, however, you know, it's it's renewable annually. There's no upper limit. So as long as you qualify for the O-1, you can continue to apply for it. The, the second, and I think this is the kicker here, is when we're talking about when the slam dunks are the, the quicker path, really, the O-1 res- is reserved for well-recognized players who have really established reputations. And so Messi, again, being a household name, the O-1 is reserved for that type of uh, fame and just the the level of uh, reputation that he has. The P one again, like we said, he does he does meet those requirements, but those are normally uh, reserved for lesser known professional athletes. Still, uh, those who qualify and maybe meet those requirements, but don't necessarily have the same attention or fame as Messi, but continue to perform at the same level. So the the last thing we consider is long term plans, right? So when the P1 and O1, they're both temporary visas, you come in on those, they're not, they don't have a long-term goal. But the O1 visa actually has very similar criteria to the permanent resident category of the EB1A. So if Messi had any desires of becoming a permanent resident, you know, the, the green card, if you will, preparing the O1 visa petition for him would be, you know, the precursor to the EB1A green card process. So obviously, it's really important when we're advising clients that we actually do talk about which category leads to permanent residence. Um, it could make the difference as to what route someone someone takes. So I find that that really interesting with those two different visa categories. But you guys definitely have an array <laughs> of visa categories. I mean, you could we could probably go through the alphabet, couldn't we? Probably by the time we finish um, doing our podcast. <laughs> Rekka, you know, I think the hardest thing, one of the hardest things about being an immigration attorney in the beginning is memorizing all the different um, combinations of letters and numbers and what they mean and what kind of visa categories they are. It's it's very difficult. It's like a science. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's it's something. It's really something. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you're right. I mean, I, I, love, I love the alphabet soup that we work with. For me, it makes it a little bit easier to identify which category I'm talking about. When we're talking about the EB1A, the criteria is so similar to the O1 Extraordinary Ability Visa. So if Messi is able to demonstrate that he continues to meet the O1, then the EB1A Extraordinary Ability Green Card is the smoothest process for Messi uh, than if he went from the P1 to the Green Card. That's very interesting. So could Messi have gone straight to the EB1A? Have I got that right? <laughs> EB1A green card process, you know, skipped the whole temporary visa thing and started to play for Inter Miami as a green card holder. 
Yeah, I mean, theoretically, yes, he could. I think, though, the main consideration really is that the green card sponsorship process, even the EB1A, that's reserved for people who are pretty straight line into the green card, uh, it still can take over a year. So if Messi had to come to the U.S. quickly and start playing, I'm sure David Beckham wants to get him here real fast. He'd like to have to go with a temporary visa like the O1 or P1 first, get him here, get him playing, and then if he wants that green card, which why wouldn't you? Uh, then we can uh, start that process for him. So the bottom line, Raha, and thank you so much for all your insight, the bottom line is that Lionel Messi, we know he's here, and we don't think he had a trouble or issues at all getting uh, the proper visa to play in the United States, correct? I mean, this seems like it would have been pretty easy for him. Yeah, I mean, rumor has it that uh, his his application got approved in, in one day. So like I said, I think you're right. He's, that long, he's, that yeah. long. So. <laughs> I would have loved to have been that reviewing officer. <laughs> the, the stuff clients dream of, we all dream of. What a great uh, case that would have been to take on. And and Raha, one final question for you, actually. Where are you on the whole, is or is not Lionel Messi the greatest player to ever play the game? Where are you on that? Oh, controversial. Um, I, I, I've, He's one of the greatest really? players. One let's, of. let's say that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. I That was very diplomatic. I, ha- I, I can't choose. I'm a big fan. I just can't choose one. You know, I have different different favorites on different teams. But yeah, he's he's definitely, obviously, a, a very exceptional player and, you know, deserves the one-day visa processing that he allegedly <laughs> got. Yeah, the elephant in the room here is Cristiano Ronaldo, isn't it? We're going to have to have a conversation about him in the future. He's a Portuguese uh you know, superstar playing in Saudi Arabia. So Rekha, I think we'll do an episode about Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo one day, won't we? Absolutely. Playing in a very interesting part of the world. Yeah. For now, all the glory goes to Lionel Messi. (laughs) Raha, thank you so much for joining us and giving us your insight about sports, about U.S. immigration law. We would love to have you back again. And um, if people out there loved what Raha is doing, let us know, because uh, I think there's talk about Raha perhaps uh, spinning off and doing her own podcast with Vialto in the future. Yeah, you know, hit up Instagram, send that email. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure to talk to you. You've been a great guest. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dream come true, guys. You'll never forget this moment. (laughs) Believe me. You'll be back. (laughs) So, Rekha, that was fun, wasn't it? Having our first guest. Yes. And I'm so interested. I was absorbed by what Raha was saying. So I'm sure yeah. our listeners will be too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Final takeaways, Rekha, uh, Lionel Messi would have had no problems getting uh, a visa to play professionally for Inter-Miami in the United States. If, in my opinion, there's no controversy anymore. I think Lionel Messi is the greatest player to ever <laughs> play the game, but we can talk about that another time. We will have to, because actually I've watched the Beckham documentary recently and you know mm. I've become a big fan <laughs> we're gonna definitely do an episode we'll on david to. beckham too man we have so many episodes to do, yeah, we do. it's a good thing it's a good problem to it's have a good thing we have long careers ahead of us thank you everybody for joining us again for celebrities on the move just want to remind everybody to please download subscribe tell your friends your family your your pets about us they will all <laughs> be happy to to listen rate review us that will help us follow us on instagram at vialto partners Reach out to us directly, celebrities on the move at Vialto.com. We love to hear from you. We want to be as, as interactive as possible. If you want to see us do anything differently in the future, or you want to see us get our television show, just let us know. <laughs> and remember, I'll be waiting 
at the you know the other end of that mailbox for all of those emails that are going to flood in that's Rekka's responsibility <laughs> checking the inbox she's more diplomatic than me um okay Rekka we have a, another, guess what? Another big episode next month. Every episode's a big episode. But this is going to be a real favorite of yours, isn't it? It is. I'm, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to... Contain yourself? Contain myself, but also sort of contain the chat about her. <laughs> so... Right. You're going you're gonna to break out in song and dance while we're recording. Yeah, we can put that on Instagram, couldn't we? We, we will. We will. Yeah. Can we reveal who it is? Take it away, Rekka. Okay. So she is probably my favorite female artist of all time, it's safe to say. We are going to be talking about Beyonce. So she is uh, and has traveled to the UK a few times um, to perform. Uh, So she's played at Wembley. She's um, played at Glastonbury. I think she's a fantastic performer. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to be talking about Beyonce, an American having to travel to the UK to play shows in the UK. Yes. So we're going to talk right. about how she might do that and hypothesize a bit. So it's going to be a really interesting show. I cannot wait <laughs> to do that with you. Destiny's Child's very own Beyonce. That's our December episode. And um, Rekka, as always, it's a pleasure recording, seeing you. Can't wait to talk about Beyonce with you next month. Yeah, I'm so I'm so pleased that we're talking about such a range of of celebs you know in their different industries and traveling around the world that's brilliant we have (laughs) a great slate of celebrities coming up in the next few months so thank you everybody for listening keep uh, listening subscribe and we will see you next month thanks a lot see you then for more information please visit us at www.vialto.com Vialto Partners and Vialto refers to the subsidiaries of CD&R, Galaxy UK Opco Limited, as well as the other members of the Vialto Partners Global Network. The information contained in this podcast is for general guidance on matters of interest only. Vialto is not responsible for any errors or omissions, or for the results obtained from use of this information.